Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Trashy Divorces, everybody's favorite good podcast about bad relationships. My name is Stacy. Hey, friends, Alicia here, and thank you for joining us today on this week's tale of marital misadventure. We are in Coronation Countdown this week, and I have a fun one today. Everybody's got a cousin in Gloucester. I present to you today, friends, the trashy divorce of Peter Phillips, the first of Queen Elizabeth II's grandchildren. Old Peter is the nephew to King Charles III. And the cousin of Harry and Wills. That is true. A lot of good royal bits in this one. Before we begin today's episode, I have a magic mirror with two Mm. personal shout-outs. This week with some big thanks and praise for the best Trash Panda interactions this week. Blake, you're amazing. Kimberly, holy cats, both of you know what you have done, (laughs) but you have a big wink and a nod and a love, love, love from me to you here from Trashy Divorces. Thank you, thank you, thank you, my friends. Y'all are simply the best. That seems like a perfect jumping off spot to go, go, go. All right, Alicia, so in honor of this little thing that's happening over in London shortly, uh, you have another royal divorce for us? I do, I do. By the time our next Trashy Divorces episode comes out, the coronation will be done and done. (laughs) But today we are going to talk about the Trashy Divorce of Peter Phillips. As we know, divorce in the royal family has long been a taboo subject. It is when Princess Margaret gets divorced in 1978. She was the first senior member of the royal family to officially divorce since Henry Henry VIII. VIII. Mm -hmm. Okay. But since Princess Margaret's divorce from Anthony Armstrong Jones, Earl of Snowden, divorce in the royal family has become a little bit more common. We know that three out of four of Queen Elizabeth's children got divorced in the 1990s, much to Her Majesty's despair. We remember the anus. Horribleus, horribleus, the uh, horrible year. Yeah, the I think the yeah, Annus Horribleus. Yeah, that the way to go was not in Latin, Your <laughs> Majesty. So as we know, Prince Charles and Princess Anne and Prince Andrew all ended their marriages under intense media scrutiny and coverage. Her Majesty's youngest son, Prince Edward, and his wife Sophie have managed to escape the dreaded divorce and have been married now almost 25 years. Mm -hmm. They are an epitome of what that should look like, unlike his siblings. Given his place in the lineup, the line of succession, there was probably a lot less pressure on him to, right? He probably had more freedom to marry for something more like love than his siblings. Yeah, I get that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, so the royals, oh goodness, did take a hiatus for a while. But now that many of the Queen's grandchildren are in their 30s and 40s, the pattern just may be (laughs) about to start repeating. (laughs) The Queen's eldest grandson, the subject of our episode today, Peter Phillips, was the first of his generation of royals to divorce in June 2021. And although it did not cause the media frenzy that his uncles, Prince Charles and Prince Andrew's divorces created, A few decades before, it is true that a royal divorce will never go unnoticed. 
Let's get into it. Okay. It is on November 15th, 1977, that a 41-gun salute was fired at the Tower of London to welcome the arrival of Queen Elizabeth II's first grandchild. This first grandchild, his name was Peter Mark Andrew Phillips, and Peter was the son of Princess Anne and Captain Mark Phillips. When he was born, little Peter was fifth in line to the British throne. Although Peter is certainly a member of the royal family and would be in the line of succession, His parents, Princess Anne and Captain Mark Phillips, made the decision not to give him a royal title. As the grandson of a monarch, Peter was definitely entitled to one, but his father also, Captain Mark Phillips, had refused a title when he married Princess Anne, otherwise known as the Princess Royal. According to the BBC, Princess Anne and Mark Phillips, quote, rejected an offer from the Queen of Titles, which would have enabled their children to be born into peerage, unquote. Princess Anne and Mark Phillips here, the thinking is they really want their children to have normal lives. But of course, as grandchildren of Queen Elizabeth II, they're still not going to have what most people would consider normal lives. But they were technically commoners. (laughs) and were never considered working royals or royal highnesses like their cousins. Sure. So all the Christmas dinner at Sandringham or whatever, like, not quite normal, but normal-er. Normal-er. Peter Phillips was the first legitimate child born into the royal family in more than 500 years that did not have a title. Interesting. There's a little fun fact for you. Mm -hmm. So Peter is christened on December 22nd, 1977 by the Archbishop of Canterbury in the music room of Buckingham Palace. Normal. One of his godparents is his uncle, now King Charles III. Also normal. But at that time, King Chuck III was still the Prince of Wales. Sure. Now, Peter Phillips, his given name of Peter Mark Andrew was carefully chosen. He was named Peter after his paternal grandfather. Mark is for his father. Andrew is the name of Prince Philip's father. Peter was joined soon enough by a sister, Zara Ann Elizabeth. Zara Ann is born in 1981 when Peter was about four years old. Zara was the queen's second grandchild. So these two both held a very special place in her heart. I was the first in my grandmother's long line of grandchildren, and she would always say to me, I had you when I had none of them. Mm. Maybe they're favorites. I don't know. But they won't be favorites for long because skippity doo Prince William, current Prince of Wales, would be born in 1982. Prince Harry comes along in 1984. Princesses Beatrice and Eugenie would join the family in 1988 and 1990, respectively. Prince Edward's children came along a little bit later with Lady Louise Mountbatten-Windsor being born in 2003 and James Mountbatten-Windsor, this is the Viscount Severn, born in 2007. So, catching us up, the four oldest grandchildren, Peter, Zara, William, Harry, spend a lot of time together growing up and have a close bond. They're all really close in age. I'm sure, well, uh, yeah, and I'm sure they were really close because, again... Normal-ish is as good as you're going to get. Peter, Zara, William, Harry, the four of them, were joined by other children of extended royal family, including 
Prince Michael of Kent's children. This is Lord Frederick Windsor and Lady Gabriella Windsor, as well as the three children of the Duke of Gloucester. Peter has really fond memories of his childhood time spent with his cousins. At his grandmother's 90th birthday, Peter spoke and recalled, We had a lot of fun because there was a lot of space for kids to run around. And it wasn't just us. It was the Waleses, William and Harry, Freddie and Ella Windsor, and the Gloucesters. So there was quite a gang of us growing up in that age, and it was a lot of fun. We caused quite a bit of mayhem and chaos. So despite being dubbed as the Queen's favorite grandchild, Prince William recalled a time when Peter received an almighty bollocking from their grandmother. Can you imagine? I would not want to have QE2 mad at me. No. This incident happened when William and Peter had been playing around on a quad at Balmoral. William said, We were chasing Zara around, who was on a go-kart, and Peter and I managed to herd Zara into a lamppost, and the lamppost came down and nearly squashed her. I remember my grandmother being the first person out at Balmoral, running across the lawn in her kilt. She came charging over and gave us the most almighty bollocking. And that sort of stuck in my mind from that moment on. Yeah, when you kill your sister with a lamppost. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Grandma's going to be mad. It doesn't matter if she had you before she had none of them. Mm-hmm. Grandma's still going to be a little ticked about that one. So as you can imagine, Peter's life was very privileged. His family lived at Gatcombe Park in Gloucestershire, However, Princess Anne, the Princess Royal, is really known for her no-nonsense, hardworking attitude. She's very disinterested in glamour or popularity. She likes her horses. Mm -hmm. She's really a no-nonsense kind of gal. Right. You covered her a while back. We did. We covered her. She's like the hardest-working royal is kind of her reputation. That's exactly it. And we have covered her previously in Trashy Divorces, but... The thing to know about Princess Anne is she raises her children with these same values, hardworking, down to earth, like let's not get caught up in all of this. Peter attends Port Regis School in Shaftesbury, Dorset, before going to his grandfather and uncle's alma mater of Gordonston. Peter attends Exeter University where he studies sports science and graduates in the year 2000. Not unusual here, like many upper-class British young men, Peter is an avid rugby player as well as an accomplished horse rider. Over the years, Peter has made frequent appearances on that very famous balcony at Buckingham Palace. He is included as a main member of the royal family at royal functions. Some of these functions include the Queen's Golden Jubilee, Royal Ascot, the Trooping of the Color, Christmas at Sandringham, as well as weddings and smaller functions, too. I just guessed Christmas at Sandringham. Wow. No, official function. In April of 2021, Peter was the person who prominently walked between the feuding Prince William and Prince Harry behind their grandfather's Prince Philip's coffin at his funeral. Peter's the oldest cousin. Mm -hmm. Okay. After Peter's schooling was over, he will begin working in hospitality management at Jaguar and then moving to the Williams Racing Team as a sponsorship account manager. After his days in the world of racing, Peter begins working for the Royal Bank of Scotland. 
But before going along to the Royal Bank of Scotland, back at the Williams Racing Team gig, Peter met Autumn Kelly. <laughs> Doesn't Autumn Kelly sound like a name that should be in like a romance novel? Autumn Kelly. It, yeah, it has a lot of, there's a lot of vibe to that name. We're going to take a quick break right now. We know her name. We're going to get introduced to her and fall in love with her and get married to Autumn Kelly. Fantastic. Right after a word from our sponsors. See you on the flip. Hey, Trash Pandas. When you need a brain break from your day, let me recommend the game June's Journey for Android and iPhone. It's a hidden object mystery game where you are solving a murder, uncovering family secrets, and, I don't know, exposing official corruption? All in an extremely stylish 1920s setting. Every scene takes you deeper into the mystery and introduces you to an expansive cast of characters as June Parker explores the questions surrounding her sister's apparent murder-suicide at the family's beachfront estate. Add your own elements to the island from lush gardens to gorgeous new buildings. This story has so many twists and turns. Right now, we are on a global journey attempting to rescue June's niece, Virginia. It's a great combo of gameplay. It's a memory puzzle, a design project, an intriguing storyline with genuinely fabulous art. When you want to let your mind wander, relax into this glorious 1920s murder mystery and get lost in the fun. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Autumn Kelly, like, what a romance novel name. For sure. Autumn was born in Montreal, Quebec, May the 3rd, 1978. And Autumn's family is just a normal, middle-class Canadian family. Her parents are Kathleen, who goes by Kitty, and Brian. Little Autumn's parents did divorce when she was about eight years old. She has two brothers. Autumn was raised Catholic and attended Catholic schools. After high school, Autumn Kelly attended McGill University and will go on to work as a bartender, model, and occasional actress graduating from college in 2002 with a Bachelor of Arts and East Asian Studies, hmm. and she begins working as a management consultant. It is the next year in 2003 that Autumn Kelly met Peter Phillips in the, where else, the BMW Hospitality Suite, where all good romances start. It is the site of many a meet-cute, I hear. Autumn was working the event, and Peter was there on behalf of the Williams Racing Team. The two hit it off and attend a party together after the big race. Now, because of Peter's low profile outside of Britain and his lack of royal title, Autumn Kelly has zero clue 
goose eggs that her new love interest was a member of the royal family. Do you want to take a guess at how long that goes on? A few months? Uh, Six weeks. Okay. Autumn realizes that, yes, I'm dating a member of the royal family when Autumn sees Peter on a documentary on the telly about Prince William. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hey, wait, I know him. I'm dating him. What is he doing? He's talking about his cousin, the prince? Okay. Peter had chosen to not tell Autumn about his family initially. I think uh, I, I think that was that would be a choice I would make as well. Keep it secret, keep it mm-hmm. safe. Like me for me, not right. who I may be related to. Sure. I know you want to get to Christmas at Sandringham, but all right. I mean, there would be a presumption that he would be a rich guy. Right. Like if he's but if he's just a nobody, then yeah, you can Yeah, you this is where being normal ish is good. Okay, but Autumn finds out. She sees her beau, her boyfriend cover blown on the telly. And she goes to her mom and she's like, mom, do you know who Peter is? And her mother reportedly said, oh, Autumn, what have you gotten yourself into? (laughs) Well, because this is in the 2000s. So this is sure. Diana has already like been chased down by. Yeah. Like what have you gotten yourself into? Fair question, mom. So Peter and Autumn, these two lovebirds, carry on a long-distance relationship for a while. They speak on the phone every day, but it will not take long before Autumn Kelly moves to the United Kingdom to be with Peter Phillips. He's so dreamy. Unlike many royal couples, Peter and Autumn were actually able to keep their relationship pretty low-key. They were not stalked by the pop, the paparazzi, Mm -hmm. like some of their cousin counterparts. Sure. Autumn is going to get a job as the personal assistant to Sir Michael Parkinson. And since Peter was a non-working royal, public interest in him and he and Autumn together is really minimal. So four years together, Peter finally gets up the nerve, proposes to Autumn, and their engagement was announced July 28, 2007, with the wedding set for the following May. After the engagement... Autumn Kelly tells the Telegraph, I certainly didn't see the question coming. I looked horrible in my wellies with wet hair. I said yes straight away, though. (laughs) Once the engagement was announced, public and media attention in the couple and their love affair and everything about it naturally intensifies. All of a sudden, royal watchers were trying to get a glimpse of the couple and especially Autumn's engagement ring. The first public outing after their engagement was announced was the Festival of British Eventing. What is that, you ask? I, you what is, yes, I, yeah, what is that? The Festival of British Eventing is a three-day equestrian event held at mm. Princess Anne's estate of mm. Gatcombe Park. Okay. Ponies, mom. And now the newly engaged couple, and let me tell you that Peter and Autumn... Showed up and showed out. They did not disappoint. Good for them. Autumn had on her impressive and beautiful engagement ring, which was reportedly worth 80,000 pounds. Bling. Now, do you remember how Autumn was raised? She was raised as a Catholic. Mm -hmm. That's going to cause a little bit of complication as British royals are married within the Church of England. So Autumn being raised as a Roman Catholic, was required to renounce her faith and join the Church of England. I mean, she didn't have to, 
But if she had not done that, the couple would have had to marry outside the church and Peter would have to give up his position in the line of succession. Important to note that this law has been overturned and members of the royal family are free to marry Roman Catholics now. English law still states that a Roman Catholic can never be a monarch, though. Okay, I don't know how I feel about that, but okay. The couple does marry. Ah, uh, Peter <laughs> and Autumn lovebirds. The couple will marry at St. George's Chapel in Windsor Castle on May 17th, 2008. 300 guests attend the wedding, including 70 folks from Autumn's Canadian contingent, her family and friends. Autumn wears a tiara loaned to her by her new mother-in-law, Princess Anne. That's lovely. The bride's dress was created by British designer Sassy Holford and consisted of a fitted bodice made of lace, a silk duchess skirt, and a beaded French lace shrug. I do love a shrug. <laughs> Peter's sister, Zara Phillips, was a bridesmaid for the big day. Zara Phillips said, Obviously, I wouldn't have missed this for the world. The new bride, Autumn, tells Hello Magazine, I was frightened of walking down the aisle, but when I got to the top of the stairs and saw how many of our friends and family had turned out to support us, I stopped being scared and actually enjoyed it. Peter's grandmother, Queen Elizabeth II, allows the newlyweds to have their wedding reception at Frogmore House, which they arrive at by carriage. Frogmore House, very much in the news these days. Yep. And the wedding day was beautiful. But alas, the couple soon draws controversy when the Telegraph reported that the couple had sold their wedding photos to Hello Magazine for half a million pounds. Aides of the Queen commented that, quote, the Queen was not happy with the decision, unquote. I don't know. If somebody offered me half a million dollars for approved for, photos of my mm -hmm. wedding, mm -hmm. uh, it would be a tough, tough call. Yeah. On December 29th, 2010, Peter and Autumn welcome their daughter, Savannah Ann Kathleen Phillips. This is the Queen's first great-grandchild, and Savannah Ann Kathleen Phillips was the 18th in line to the throne at the time of her birth back in 2010. The Queen's press secretary issued the following statement announcing the birth. Mrs. Peter Phillips was yesterday safely delivered of a baby girl at Gloucestershire Royal Hospital. The weight of the baby was 8 pounds, 8 ounces. Mr. Peter Phillips was present at the birth. Another daughter was born to Peter and Autumn, March 29, 2012. The palace issues a statement, of course. Here we have... Isla Elizabeth Phillips weighed seven pounds and four ounces, and Mr. Peter Phillips was present at the birth. Good for showing up, hey. The nice little family mom-dad two girls lived at Princess Anne's Gatcombe Park Estate. The couple were reportedly regulars. I really would love for this to be my life, to be a regular at the local 17th century pub where Peter's parents also liked to drink decades before. I really envy those of you that have a 17th mm -hmm. century pub right. that's just your local. Yeah, that's amazing, actually. So, nice little happy family going down to the 
local 17th century pub. So really it is, aside from royal events, they really stay out of the spotlight. They're not really in the limelight. They would comment on their commitment to normal quote unquote life. They describe themselves as normal people who full time enjoy our weekends and get on with our lives like everybody else. Salt to the earth they are. (laughs) Peter maintains a close relationship with his grandparents who also enjoy spending time with his daughters. So everything is going fantastic for the new young family. Until. Until they announce their split. Wow. I know. Twelve years after the wedding. So take our time machine up to February 11th, 2020. Peter and Autumn announced they had actually separated in 2019 and that they would be divorcing. Hmm. A statement was released. After informing Her Majesty the Queen and members of both families last year, Peter and Autumn jointly agreed to separate. They had reached the conclusion that this was the best course of action for their two children and ongoing friendship. The decision to divorce and share custody came about after many months of discussions and, although sad, is an amicable one, unquote. They also said they planned to, quote-unquote, co-parent their two children, Savannah and Isla. With the statement here, both Peter and Autumn have remained in Gloucestershire to bring up their two children, where they have been settled for a number of years, unquote. A source close to the family told Vanity Fair after the separation was announced that the breakup came after a long period of consideration. The inside royal source tells Vanity Fair, quote, This is something of a conscious uncoupling. Thanks, Gwyneth Paltrow, yeah, for right. that for the rest of time. The source continues, There is no acrimony. Very sadly, they have grown apart. The idea that Peter was blindsided isn't correct. They have been having discussions about their marriage for some time, and the family have been aware that things haven't been going well since last fall. At the moment, they are still sharing the marital home in Gloucestershire, and there are no plans for a quickie divorce. There's no rush, and there's no suggestion of Autumn going to Canada. Unquote. Little bit of added information here. The inside source said the royal family felt sad but supportive of the situation. I mean, comparatively, Charles and Diana, Andrew and Fergie, poor Queen Elizabeth and her sister Margaret. Like, this is really low-key. If we can just get out of this with no fuss, no muss, no scandal. In the past, the Queen had made public statements when her children announced their separations and divorces, but here the Queen breaks precedent. She does not do so for her grandson. There's a good reason for this. Marlene Koenig who is a royal expert for History Extra, explained that because Peter Phillips is a private citizen, there is no royal protocol to follow as there is in the case of other senior members of the royal family. Rules are a little different. Can you imagine having to go find the rule for anything you ever want to do in all the dusty old rule books? Yeah, I can also imagine probably... This, you know, now former couple would have kind of lobbied not to be put on blast by Buckingham Palace that way. Right. The quote here from Marlene Koenig, Peter Phillips is not royal. He's the son of a princess, but his rank comes from his father, Mark Phillips. 
To paraphrase the late Princess Margaret when asked about her children, my children are not royal. They have an aunt who is queen. Unquote. Ah, <laughs> oh, Princess Mags, uh, you are always something. Mm-hmm. Although she makes no public statement, the Daily Mail does report that the separation would be particularly painful for the queen who had a close relationship with Autumn. She really does seem to have welcomed the spouses of her grandchildren in a very authentic way. Queen Elizabeth II, very much a class act. Mm, yep. Peter and Autumn were photographed together in March of 2020 at the Cheltenham Racecourse, and some people, including the media, thought they looked happier than ever. So naturally, the scurrilous speculation, like the photos, are making people wonder why they're even getting divorced if they enjoy each other's company so much. But Judy James, who's a body language expert, speaks to express.co.uk to explain whether or not their happy poses were authentic. Judy James says, Of course it is common for high-profile couples to claim their divorce is amicable and that they remain good friends, and clearly when there are children involved, as there are with Peter and his ex-wife Autumn Split, there are compelling emotional reasons to retain a sense of mutual respect and a lack of bitterness. But Princess Anne's son and his ex-wife do seem to have nailed the body language rituals of friendship and even ongoing affection following their split. There is clearly something of a PR message or even stunt about these poses as they do seem to be performed directly and consciously to the camera. But having said that, they are well-defined enough to make anyone wonder why they even split up in the first place probably happy because they're getting divorced. Like, it tends to improve your mood if you don't want to be married. Hot little tip I've picked up over four and a half years of trashy divorces. So regardless, as happy as the couple appears to be, the divorce was still moving forward. After working out the details of the custody and financial settlement, the couple finalized their divorce in June 2021. After the divorce was finalized, the couple released the following statement, quote, Whilst this is a sad day for Peter and Autumn, they continue to put the well-being and upbringing of their wonderful daughters Savannah and Isla first and foremost. The couple's first priority will remain the continued well-being and upbringing of their wonderful daughters Savannah and Isla. Both Peter and Autumn are pleased to have resolved matters amicably, with the children firmly at the forefront of those thoughts and decisions, Peter and Autumn have requested privacy and compassion for their children while the family continues to adapt to these changes, unquote. So now they're divorced, and you think this would be the end of the story. Hmm. But it's not. It's I got not. a little bit more Okay. that we're going to come back to right after a quick commercial break. Excellent. Back in a minute. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
Hi, I'm Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number, thousands of people try to call, I talk to one of them, they stay anonymous, I can't hang up, that's all the rules. I never know what's going to happen. We get serious ones. I've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison. I've talked to people who survived mass shootings. Crazy funny ones. I talked to a guy with a goose laugh, somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends. I never know what's going to happen. It's a great show. Subscribe today. Beautiful Anonymous. All right, Alicia, so what is the rest of the... I understand there are some events coming up that perhaps a young quasi-royal might be involved in. That is true. Let's talk about the moving on stage of the divorce. In March 2021, there were rumors of a new romance for Peter Phillips. These begin when Peter begins seeing one of his sister Zara's old school friends from Gordonston named Lindsay Wallace. The new potential relationship makes headlines because Peter spent the night at Lindsay's home during a business trip to Scotland because he, quote, couldn't find a hotel room, unquote. You know, if you don't look for a hotel room, you may not find one. Possibly that's what happened. He couldn't find a hotel room because... He did not call any hotels. He did not get on the travel website, whatever that is. Now, March 2021, COVID lockdown rules had been going quite a while. I do think hotels really struggled to book rooms, but again, maybe he didn't call one. But let me tell you how these two get busted, Peter and Lindsay. It comes to the attention of Scottish authorities because neighbors spot a luxury vehicle in Lindsay's driveway. And helpful neighbors, little Mrs. Kravitz, called the police suspecting that the couple is breaking COVID lockdown rules. Oh, wow. So Tattletale neighbor Mm -hmm. calls and says, hey, Lindsay has a guest over and this isn't allowed and we're not allowed to have guests over. So, wow. Mm hmm. No, that, yeah, okay. Uh, Mrs. Kravitz, that's not really her name. This is Lindsay Wallace's neighbor, reportedly said, what we are dealing with is one rule for one and another for the rest of us. Everybody is sick of it, which I get. It it does seem like the British public very much got sick of one rule for your betters and one rule for everybody else. You can't have different rules. You shouldn't have different rules. So Peter Phillips responds, by denying he was having an affair with Lindsay Wallace and just said that she graciously hosted him for the night when he could not find a hotel room. Because his phone had broken and there was no internet. What? It is unclear if their romance had already started back in March of 2021, but eight months later, Peter has made it clear that he was serious about Lindsay Wallace when Peter brings Lindsay to his nephew's christening. If that was not enough to make their relationship status change to official, Peter introduced his new love to his grandmother at a shooting party at Windsor, and the queen was said to have been quote-unquote delighted. Hmm. A royal insider tells The Sun, quote, The queen is one of the most important people in Peter's life, so it's only right that he introduces Lindsay to her. It was a very warm meeting, and the Queen was clearly delighted to meet someone who makes Peter so happy. It may still be early days, but Peter wanted his grandmother to see he was happy, 
it is a clear sign that Lindsay has now been firmly welcomed into the firm and a major first step if they were to ever choose to get married, unquote. The couple did not confirm when their romance actually began, but Tatler reported that the couple had been together for more than a year and had grown close in the aftermath of the, remember, very amicable separation from Autumn. Mm -hmm. It's all good. Sure. I'm sure it's unrelated. But Lindsay really was very close and really helped him through that. Sure. Sure. Good for her. In June of 2022, Peter Phillips takes Lindsay Wallace to Queen Elizabeth's Platinum Jubilee and the Epsom Derby. The Epsom Derby was the couple's official public debut. With them at the Epsom Derby were Peter's mother, Princess Anne, as well as Peter's sister, Zara Tyndall, and her husband, Mike Tyndall. Princess Anne and her children were attending the Derby in the place of the Queen, who watched the races at home instead of in person that particular year. Peter and Lindsay also attend other Platinum Jubilee events together, including the Platinum Pageant and the Platinum Party. Now, a little bit about just Lindsay, just so you know, because I want everybody to be on Coronation Countdown Watch. Lindsay Wallace is the daughter of an oil tycoon, so that's probably helpful, Mm -hmm. and a stay-at-home mother of two children. Lindsay had been separated from her husband for over a year, but Lindsay and her husband were not officially divorced at the time of the Platinum Jubilee. Hmm. Interesting. Now, to be fair, Peter Phillips is not the only one who has moved on down the road. By March 2022, it appeared that Autumn Kelly had also found a new love interest. Her new beau was an Irish property magnet, Donald Mulryan, founder of the UK development and construction company Rockwell. Yeah, with a name like that, there's no way he's not Irish. (laughs) Mulryan is reportedly extremely wealthy and said to be super close friends with Prince Albert of Monaco. Hmm. Not sure if that's the character witness you want. (laughs) Oh, my. According to a source from Mail Online, Donald can certainly treat her like a princess. While another added, he and Autumn have made no secret of their relationship and are very much in love. As for the coronation happening this coming up weekend, we will just have to watch to see if Lindsay Wallace accompanies Peter Phillips to the big coronation day of his uncle, King Chucky III. It does appear Peter and Lindsay are still together, although Lindsay was not with Peter at Easter services in Windsor a few weeks ago. As trashy divorces go, trash cans on this one. I mean, they're all in a field at Ascot. Yeah, Maybe it it's Christmas at Sandringham wrapped up. Like, this isn't even it's, too terribly trashy. It's really not. And maybe we don't think it's terribly trashy just because of the outstanding levels of trash that his uncles and aunts and grand aunts and other divorces in the recent royal memory have delivered for us. That's this true. This seems pretty low key. It does. It sounds like a normal person divorce. Like they finally nailed that. He I mean, finally got to be normal. We have to get married at Windsor, but uh, other than that, it'll be we'll just be normal we're, people. We're going to divorce like normies. 
So the trash cans here are normal trash cans. Yes, yeah, just regular no trash cans. Encrusted with diamonds, Mm-mm. just regular. Mm-mm. There's no royal crest on them. No. Just good old fashioned, probably plastic bins. 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 Yep. We've been doing this wrong for our British listeners the whole time. The whole time. I just now got that. Trashy bins. So Peter and Autumn, you get a few trashy bins, but they're not even filled with that much. That's really low key in comparison to (laughs) your relatives. Speaking of your relatives, our spider webs at the end of this episode, I've got a little bit of a dirty dish on Charles and Diana from back in the day that I want to be sure to get in before we make it to his sure. big coronation day this weekend. King Charles III. Patreon listeners, be sure to stay tuned for that. You get all those spider webs at the end of main feed episodes, along with main feed episodes early and ad-free for $2 a month. That's a heck of a bargain. Stacy, we're going to be back this weekend with you bringing us another hot off the presses, trashy divorce And friends, if you are into the Trashy Royals, don't forget, subscribe now to our latest podcast endeavor called Trashy Royals. Just open up your podcast player and uh, search for it should be there. If it is not, reach out and I'll see if I need to do something on my end to get it there. Yeah. How easy is that? Trashy Royals, so easy to remember. We go really into launch mode this Thursday. So you won't want to miss that. No, we've it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, we got fun stories queued up for that. So, All right. I think that's it. I believe so. Coronation time. Get out ye old robes and crowns. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We are wishing you the very best of coronation weekends until we meet again, darlings. Keep your hands clean, friends. Keep those hearts trashy. Big love, everybody. Bye. And thanks to you for listening. Trashy Divorces is a Hemlock Creatives production created and produced right here in Atlanta, Georgia by us, Stacy and Alicia, with a little research and writing help from the brilliant Melissa O. Our art is by Sydney V. Smith. That's Sydney V. Smith at CarbonMade.com. And our music is used with permission of Ratsy. Check her out at Ratsy's store on Instagram and definitely drop into Ratsy's store anytime you're in Oberlin, Ohio. You can contact us at TrashyDivorces at gmail.com or find us on the World Wide Web at TrashyDivorces.com. If you need more trash candy in your life, our Patreon community includes some of the very best humans around and thousands of hours of bonus content at every level of support. Join the fun at Patreon.com slash TrashyDivorces. Interested in some Trashy Divorces swag? Check out our merch shop and Trash Panda Enthusiasm Society at bit.ly slash trashy gear. Want to advertise with us? Reach out to sales at advertisecast.com for more information. And last but not least, come play with us on social media. I keep most of our Trashy Divorces Instagram hopping. Stacy and I share it up over on Facebook, including our Trashy Divorces podcast discussion group. Come join us over there and thanks again everybody for listening. Keep it trashy y'all.